Welcome to the AmateurGolf.com podcast, where we find stories worth telling. I'm your host, Sean Melia, and today's guest is Matt Nunez. Before we get to the interview, I just want to put out a quick call to action. The AmateurGolf.com podcast is still relatively new, and we need your help to spread the word. Here are some ways you can help. First, simply press or click that subscribe or follow button. That way you always know when we drop a new episode. Second, writing a review of the pod and giving us a rating would be incredibly helpful. Third, tell a friend or stranger about this podcast. Word of mouth goes a long way. Matt Nunez is a busy man as tournament director of the North South. And he was kind enough to give us a bit of time on the opening morning of the men's North-South event once all the players were on the course. Matt isn't just the tournament director for the North-South Amateur. He also runs the Women's North-South, the Junior North-South, and the Senior North-South. On top of that, he is in charge of the Pinehurst Country Club events, the Donald Ross Jr., and the Wake Forest Invite. Matt talks about his role as tournament director, what makes the North-South Amateur so special, how players can get into the event, how he made his way to Pinehurst, and the local players who are competing this week and have had success in the past, including Jackson Bodie, who won the Junior North-South last year, and Jackson Van Paris, who was runner-up in the Men's North-South last year. Make sure to follow along on AmateurGolf.com this week for wall-to-wall coverage of the North-South with daily recaps. All right, Matt, thanks for uh, joining the AmateurGolf.com podcast. You are uh, in Pinehurst. All the golfers are on the golf course for the North-South. There's a, there's a little smile on your face. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what, is the, uh, what does it feel like once kind of the tournament and the ball is rolling downhill as the tournament director? <laughs> um, yeah, so it, it, it honestly feels great. There's like a, a little bit of a weight off the shoulders. Um, you know, everyone's on the course. It seems like, you know, the program is running smoothly. The volunteers are happy. They know what they're doing. Rules officials are good. Um, their assignments are clear. Information is clear. Uh, you know, no delays off the tee. Uh, I really, I really couldn't ask for anything more. Uh, the courses, <laughs> courses are set up very nicely, and uh, yeah, for right now, after the last tee time, feels great. And then, you know, and then you start, starts creeping up. It's like, okay, now we gotta start handling. Like maybe there's gonna be a, a kind of rules flare up on the course. Something's gonna happen. Uh, actually, one of our players got sick and had to withdraw, which was very unfortunate. Um, but you know, it happens. And then, uh, you know, then it's just making sure the team is, is in place for, you know, for scoring and, and um, making sure we have everything kind of, kind of ready to rock. So you're basically just ready to put fires out at this point. Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. And then you're watching the weather. Probably and then we're watching the weather. Yeah. Yeah. Very meticulously. Um, yeah. It's just, that's, that's really the whole deal right there. So you're, you, you run the meds North South. And then there's also kind of, there's a, this next month runs through the women's, uh, the junior and also a senior North South. Mm-hmm. So those are all on your plate. Um, so like as a tournament director, what does your, what does that role entail as you're kind of getting ready for all of these events? 
Yeah, so, I mean, really, it's it's from everything from the the inception of of kind of getting the registration process clear, the invitations out, um, and then the communications to the players, you know, all the way through to the actual tournament uh, administration. And you know, it's a little bit of a challenge, everything being on top of each other. Um, but you know, we have a lot of support here. It, you know, the team is awesome and they, they've done a great job. And really it's about just sort of, you know, you kind of, there's a lot going on at once. So like, for example, you know, we have the, the senior tournament, the North South senior deadline is tonight. Right. So <laughs> like, while we're doing this, we got to start setting that up and getting the communication ready to go to the players who are accepted into that field um, and so it's sort of like this snowball where you really just have to make sure everybody knows their assignments clearly um, and what they're doing to prepare just for the next thing. Um, so that, that's really the, the, the biggest thing, really. Yeah. How, what's your, how big is your team? How many people are kind of working with you to do all this? So I got uh, this year I have six six so three of them are interns uh from clemson and they're they're great so that's great so you got got some good help Mm -hmm. it all comes at once but then uh then you can maybe take a breath in august (laughs) a small one yeah i mean i mean we you know like in august we have our our club championship runs right into the the senior north south um and then we have a couple other member events too that are pretty big so, yeah, a breath, maybe you could call it you know, it's the, <laughs> a half breath. Um, well, I guess your your kind of uh, life running these events does mirror a little bit of like just what amateur golf looks like for a lot of the kids and, and golfers who are out on the course. It is mm-hmm. um, a pretty crazy schedule that they have. I was just I just saw on Max Maldovin's Instagram that he's he teed off at 7 a.m. this morning. He was playing in the U S open. Then he played the Northeast. Uh, and now, and he's been on the road. He's been driving, um, everywhere. He told me. So uh, the son of Hannah was during the U S open. So a lot of these players are playing in a lot of different events. Um, those, you know, son of Hannah, the Northeast, and now the North South all kind of within a a three or four week span, all elite amateur events. Um, what, what for you kind of makes the North South, uh, a unique event, um, in this schedule? Yeah, so, well, first of all, the North-South is, um, is it's the longest consecutively run amateur tournament uh, in the country. So it started in April 1901. Um, and so, you know, a lot of, a lot of events, um, including the USAM, you know, they, they stopped during World War I and World War II. The North-South has been consecutively run uh, since 1901, making us the longest, you know, run event. And I, I believe even out of the elite am series, I believe we're the, I believe we are the oldest one as well. And, and, you know, Pinehurst being, um, you know, being a U.S. open anchor site, USGA moving in, um, having one of their headquarters here, uh, definitely. And, you know, just, just all the history. I mean, you, you're here just walking the halls and stuff. I mean, it's, it's, uh, it's pretty special. So, and again, you know, this event, it's a, it's a Pinehurst event. So for Pinehurst, by Pinehurst. Um, 
makes a little bit different. Some of the other, some of the other guys are, you know, they're golf associations who run it at different clubs and, and whatnot every year. Um, but this is, um, you know, it's always going to be here on, on number two. So. Yeah. The, uh, the vibe there, I was, I was just there for vacation Thursday to Sunday and drove back to Boston Sunday and Monday. And I could even sense like Thursday and Friday kind of building up Saturday. There's a, um, a qualifier, right? They play number seven and there's a qualifier. Mm-hmm. And then you could start to, you know, you start to see the college bags um, out and there were, I think there was an a high school invitational there too. So there's just like is, yeah. the, a, the bustling of golf and <clears throat> clearly talented golfers. Uh, and then you're at Pinehurst um, and you mentioned being in the halls, but even just getting to walk those two golf courses, particularly um, I know it's, number two is it's pretty it's cool. A pretty I mean, stunning place to be for, for amateur golf. Yeah. It's a golf Mecca for sure. And, and, you know, like, you know, the very, the very core of Pinehurst is it's all about amateur golf. So I don't know if you've had a chance to read uh, Richard Tufts, uh, the creator of the amateur, um, but it's a really neat little book that he wrote. I can't remember what year it was, um, but there's a lot of good, a lot of good, uh, you know, I don't know how to describe it. A lot of good snippets of that book that you can take. And it really, it really sort of conveys like what it is to be an amateur. Um, and it, it's really neat. It's just got a lot of good, a lot of good sayings and a lot of good things to take away from that. And, you know, obviously you go to a lot of events, a lot of amateur events have kind of really spiced everything up with their, you know, they have the electronic leaderboards here and there and it's all this big production and and you know like we're the very core of piners is just you know we have these really great golf courses people come here because they love golf they don't you know they don't come here for anything else and uh it's just it's right out you know it's right out there in front of you what um what what bits you've been there for seven years i think you told me when we when we met this week on it yeah. Um, coming up on seven years. That's, um, you know, a long time to be at Pinehurst, working mm-hmm. at Pinehurst. Are there any traditions from the North South or bits of history that you have learned about that maybe aren't as well known or little things that you appreciate about um, kind of the yearly rhythm of the North South and things that, uh, that you like about the event? Well, I mean, the Putter Boy Trophy yeah, that's the tradition that we've always had. Um, it's very, very recognizable. Um, you know, everyone wants to to hoist the putter boy at the end of the day. It's uh, synonymous with with golf championships. Um, yeah, you know, trad- I mean, there's so much. There's so many traditions, and, and you know, a lot of them go way back. I mean, I could probably. I don't even know. I mean, it's just a lot. I mean, the whole place—the whole place—is just one big tradition, really. It's hard to like, kind of like pick, pick at this and that. I mean, all the people who have walked here. I mean, you can see, um, you know, you get your name on uh, on the hallway if you win the North and South men's, women's, junior, senior. I mean, it's going to be there forever. You know, until until they take this clubhouse down, it's always going to be there, and it's always been here. So, um, you also get a you also get your name in the uh in the locker room so we you get a name plate in the locker room which is a pretty cool tradition not a lot of people know that actually yeah i didn't know that so, yeah so if you go into the resort locker room kind of towards the back 
there's uh there's our north south champions with with their nameplates so obviously it's a tournament people want to play in i i was uh paired with a eighth grader on number four on sunday and his dad and he was he was down there for um a week-long camp and staying you know rough stay in the holly inn for the week (laughs) playing golf at pinehurst and um and the dad asked a question just about, and the caddies actually kind of talked about it too. If you want to play in the North South, what are the avenues to, to getting into an event like the North South? Uh, so, yeah, I mean, really you just gotta, you have to, you have to really be informed. You have to have uh, a good world rank. So we have several, you know, exemption categories, um, but the only way you can actually play your way into the event uh, is in our qualifier. So we only have one qualifier. Um, outside of that, it's uh, you know you get you have to have a, the your your Wagger World Amateur Golf ranking has to be solid. Um, and we invite you know we invite past performances um, for the North South. So you know if you made it to the past the second round or past the first round of match play you're going to get an invite um and if you actually win we invite the um the junior champion as well from the junior north and south you get to get in but yeah it's a it's quite a you know it's quite a thing i mean we we had more we had more applications this year than we even did in 2019 when we were hosting the am so which which you know says something you know about the way the tournament is trending you know, how the, how the players view it. Um, and the elite amateur series, no doubt has, has helped that. So, you know, props to Andy priest and at the Alabama golf association for sort of spearheading that, uh, that initiative has been, it's been really neat. Yeah. That's, that was kind of my next question was just, is there anything this year that feels different because of the elite amateur series, uh, and you falling under the umbrella of those events? Um, I wouldn't say anything different, really, to be honest. I mean, you know, I, I think it was sort of our whole thing. So all, all the guys, the, um, the elite am guys who, who run the tournaments, like uh, Andy, Steve, John, and, and everyone at all the events. Um, we, I think we, we sort of all agreed that, that we would keep the integrity of our, of our events, you know, the individual integrity. Um, so, you know, outside of, of, you know, some signage here and there and, and this overarching points race, which is, which is incredible. And you get some really, you know, there's some really good stuff at the, at the end of the tunnel for the, for the winners of the series, uh, really not a whole lot uh, different to be honest. Yeah. Okay. There, there That's... is, there's a, there's a little bit uh, of, it's a little bit palpable in the air, you know, because uh, there's just more on the line. Um, but, you know, from, from my perspective and, and, and the, Piner's perspective and our staff, um, you know, not a whole lot different, to be honest. Yeah, I noticed the uh, the banners up and a few Titleist uh, tents mm-hmm. up, which I know is the kind of the official partner. But um, and I'm yeah, sure as the, as the week goes on and you start to get to match play, which is also kind of a cool part about North South. Um, yeah, things will. Yeah, and um, yeah, and Golf Pride, Golf Pride is 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 a, a great sponsor as well and they've sponsored our event for the last handful of years 
And, um, you know, they have their headquarters, their testing headquarters right here on uh, course number eight on Pioneer's property. So so they've been been really great to work with. And they obviously, you know, they've done a lot for the event as well. Um, what what could people do if they hear this and are in the Pinehurst area and want to want to come watch? Yeah, is there anything they should, is there anything they need to need to do or need to know or like where, you know, parking wise or where they can be, where they can't be? what they should do mm -hmm. yeah well they need to find a parking spot first uh <laughs> actually it, it's full it's it's absolutely full um so yeah but there's no you know there's no fee there's no entry fee there's no ticketing there's there's nothing you know like i said it's it's just it's just the grounds at pinehurst just the golf course you, you know if you can find a parking spot you can walk straight up to course two and you can just start walking um you know a stroke play we don't allow carts on the golf course for uh, for spectators unless you have a you know a, a handicap um, placard for your car. But uh, match play, you can rent a car in the uh, a cart in the golf shop and just come out and watch. So what's your what's your background in golf, kind of overall? Yeah, so um, I grew up in uh, in Potomac, Maryland. Um, you know that similar to a lot of a lot of people who get into golf, his dad was a huge golfer, loved golf. So I've been playing it my whole life, um, you know, and then, you know, we, I've actually, my dad, my parents have take were, had taken me and my brother to Piners. We would come, you know, just about every year, just to visit, just be a, just be one of those resort guests who, <laughs> who frequent the property. And then, um, and then, yeah, you just, I think the whole family just fell in love with the place. And, um, and I just figured at some point I got, you know, I, I got to make that place, you know, part of me. And, um, and so I did. And actually my first, my first job in golf was during, during school where I, I interned with the Carolinas golf association. Um, I did that actually for two summers. And then after that, I interned, for the USGA in 2014, when the men's and women's US Opens were here at Pinehurst. Okay. So, so that got me, you know, that kind of got me in the door a little bit. And uh, I figured I'd, at some point I would end up working here. So, so here, here you are. are. Here I am. Here you are. Um, any any uh, good local stories this week from from the North South? I know Jackson Jackson Bodie is the junior champ who was playing in the in the main flight. Any other any other local kids that we should watch out for? It's kind of, it's always kind of fun to have Pinehurst. People. Yeah, yeah. Um, Jackson Van Paris, who uh, gets just finished up his freshman year at Vanderbilt. Um, he's been. I mean, he's such a great kid and. You know, everyone in Pinehurst knows his name. And uh, so he went to, he was a local kid. He went to Pinecrest, um, which is where, you know, Bodie went. I think, I guess, I don't know if he's graduated or, or not. I think yeah, he Bodie just, I, I, think, I think Bodie graduated. Yeah. Yeah. And so, yeah. So Jackson, you know, he's been a, a huge name in here and he's really made a name for himself, you know just in the golf world. And he was actually part of a match uh, last year that was just absolutely incredible against Chad Wilfong, who's, um, 
he's from Charlotte. And so Chad and Jackson squared off in the semifinals last year. And uh, they went to the second playoff hole and Jackson had this unbelievable, unbelievably difficult uh, pitch. And Chad was in two right in front of the green and, and Jackson went way right and, to, and the, the pin was left. So he probably had 30 yards still to the pin and uh, highly difficult shot. And uh, he nipped it just perfectly and, and it went in. And uh, <laughs> we probably had, I've never seen so many spectators just down the fairways around the green. There must have been like, you know, 300, 400 people out there watching. That's and, awesome. Uh, that, that was really, really, really special to watch. Yeah. And Will Fong's an older guy, right? He's he's uh, like an older mid-am even as a, I think he's 40. So kind of a cool yeah, economy there too. Yeah, 40, 41-ish. Yeah. You know, who's counting? But, uh, <laughs> but Chad's an awesome guy. And and, uh, he, and Chad and his partner uh, won the U.S. four ball this year. Yep. So. Yep. You know, Chad's Chad's name is out there. People definitely know who he is. Uh, he played at Wake Forest um, also. So, yeah, I think he won with uh, a Wake Forest uh, grad as well at, the, at that four ball. So two Demon Deacons winning. Yeah. yeah. Um, all right. Last last question. One that I kind of talked to a few people while I was at Pinehurst. Are you where number two versus number four? Is there one that you prefer more than the other? Uh, are they like asking about, is it like asking about someone's favorite child and they both got their, their qualities that you love? Um, you know, they're, they're so different. They, yeah. they, they, they have such different uh, personalities, really. I mean, course two is like, I mean, you know, personally, I, I, I like course two a little bit more. <laughs> you know, it's been around longer. At least the you know when they read they redid course four they just an unbelievable job and they're both so good, uh, but course two just in my opinion just has that little something extra that you just can't quite put your finger on, you know when you're out there playing it, uh, there's just something, I mean there's something about it something super super special that you just you can feel when you're out there. Um, so yeah, course two is always I mean over any course we've ever played is always going to take uh take it in my book yeah i uh i feel the same way like I, I played number two first group off in the morning and you're just that that first four holes you're walking kind of just out in a in a straight line yeah uh the sun is you know the sun you're walking into the sun um mm -hmm. there i i think the thing i the word i would use is almost like spiritual there's like a little sure. bit of kind of like man this is a this is a really special place where a lot of uh a lot of great golf has been played and just kind of this land that's built for exactly this purpose which sounds corny but that's how i felt out there no 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 you're right i mean you look at just all the greats in the game uh, men and women uh the list is just unbelievable who have won at pinehurst uh you know either u.s open or the north south um i mean it's just crazy yep anyone who comes to pinehurst you got to go play two and four uh, one thing I really appreciated was my wife, who's not really a golfer, walked along with my group um, in with number two, which was which is also really cool. Just to for someone who doesn't play a lot of golf or see a lot of golf golf courses, um, even she was like, "Man, this place is really special to be." Yeah, um, yeah, it's a it's a great place. So, uh, and these kids are these golfers are lucky to uh, to be able to go play number two and number four. Um, so they play thirty six holes. They'll each play one round on each and then all the match play is on number two 
Correct. Yep. Correct. All the match play number two. Yep. Um, well, I want to thank you for your time. I know you're uh, you're a busy guy, and maybe there's a rules flare up that popped up while uh, while we were chatting. I hope not. Um, <laughs> I hope the week goes great, and um, I hope everything goes smoothly for you in the next month as all these north souths run through and and putter boy find some good homes. Yeah, that's right. Um, that's yeah. Thanks a lot, Matt. Appreciate your time. All right, Sean. Thanks all right, take a lot, care. Man. Uh, yeah. Glad I got to meet you. Get, glad you got to be on, on the grounds here the other day. Was, yeah. It was special. Was, yeah. It's a great place. Thanks. All right, Sean. Take it easy, man. Let me know if you need anything else, okay? All right. Thanks, Matt. Good luck. Thanks again for listening to the podcast. Make sure to visit amateurgolf.com for schedules, news, rankings, and results of amateur golf all over the world. Also, check out our Instagram, which is Amateur Golf, and our Twitter, which is AmateurGolf.com. We also post there pretty regularly with news about what's going on in Amateur Golf. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep it left of the trees on the right and right of the trees on the left.